Hi, I'm Julia Aller, music reporter at the Columbus Dispatch. Welcome to the Window on the World podcast. Today we have Sean Marshall of Sean Marshall and the Near Miss with us in the studio. Hi, Sean. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for being here. Of course, it's great. It's nice on a rainy day to come inside and talk and play music. (laughs) Yeah, so we had a lot of fans outside today. We had one guy who told Sean to keep adding more butter to his music. Right. I think, Sean, I think he obliged. I tried to oblige to putting more butter on. In these scenarios, it's hard (laughs) to put too much on, so I just kept going with it. You can never have too much butter. Yeah, you just got to... You gotta ride with the with the environment. I mean, if you try to pretend that distractions aren't happening, it's just gonna make it worse. So if I just look them in the eye and say, "I'm playing this song for you, buddy," and then go with it, yeah. Sean, what do you eat, margarine, or are you a butter person? <laughs> I am a straight. I'm very into like. <laughs> I try to pretend that I eat in an Amish way or something. So I'm like, <laughs> just like full whole milk butter, like none of the substitutes. I don't believe in that stuff. Well, I, I don't know if I like that phrase, but I don't think those things are a good idea. So I try mm-hmm. to keep it classic, you know? Yeah, so pure. Butter. <laughs> pure butter. Add salt. <laughs> <laughs> Stir. Right. So, Sean, you did have, you know, a couple of distractions today. We had some uh, vocal audience members. Um, one of your strings broke. Yeah. And you played it cool. So as a musician, you know, how do you teach yourself to kind of block out all the extra noise how do you how do you work around that um i think i don't know i guess in the time that it's happening one thing that i realized is right after by the way you can i felt so bad you came up and complimented me on my set and i said uh i, I didn't say thank you right away i said oh you know i broke a string and like my guitar went out of tune in the middle song i was so distracted and that was a misstep on my fault first of all thank you for the compliment but second of all that's exactly right there tells exactly what happens is that you don't realize how little people perceive of things that are accidents or or missteps or whatever. And so if you just, I know it sounds silly, but if you just play it cool, if you just go with it and take a deep breath and say, you know what, I've been doing this for how long? It's not the end of the world. It's going to be okay. you know. And so that's just honestly while I'm playing and my string breaks, I'm like, okay, let's see what we can do here and try to improvise because that's, that's part of the gig. Yeah. So you guys are a four-piece band. Um, You have bass, and then you on guitar, drummer, and then a pedal steel guitar player. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, pedal steel, automatically you hear that and you think country. So, But you guys are are a little bit more in the middle, kind of between rock and country. So how do you sort of, I guess, use an instrument that's classic to one genre to kind of and play around with that? Well, I mean, I think a big part of that is having the personnel that understands your sound and what you're going to do with it. Because at the end of the day, you can really make any instrument work for you. And pedal steel is also a jazz instrument as well. Mm -hmm. So I think Nate Colombo is our pedal steel player, and he just knows where I'm coming from. And we are constantly talking about what we're listening to, what we like, what we want um, to sound like as far as like new songs go or a new record. So the personnel part for me is the most important because then the sound will come. Yeah. So how did you, um, maybe you can give me a quick little history of the band. How did you guys uh, come together in the first place and, and find the people that you have? Well, I'm originally from New Jersey. Um, I grew up, was born and raised in New Jersey, went to college in New York City. 
And about uh, four years ago, I moved to Columbus with my wife, who's a PhD student at OSU. And she, to this day, makes fun of me because uh, I was just Craigslisting for bands to play with. And I made sure that my website was up to date. And um, while the Craigslist thing didn't work on the musical front, (laughs) having a good web presence really helped because this band that was playing in town that was looking for another singer and songwriter and guitar player, bingo, um, found me because I was just making sure that I was visible. Mm-hmm. Um, they literally did a Google search and my website came up on a Google search. Wow. And so I played with them for a year. Uh, that band disbanded after a year um, in a positive way. It wasn't negative or anything. And a few of the guys uh, and I reformed. And during that year, we met people that could add to the new project. So it really was a 21st century (laughs) um, beginning, you know. He really harnessed the power of the internet there. And the funny thing is I didn't expect it. I just was like, like, this probably won't work. But just in case, you know, it's kind of like when you throw your resume out there and you don't think it's going anywhere. No, that's what happened. And um, I got an email from a guy and um, he's not in the band currently, but he did start the band with me. And he recorded on that record with me and good friends now. So, yeah, the internet has helped. <laughs> <laughs> Net neutrality. Yes. <laughs> yes, keep it there. So um, you had an album come out last year, new, with, with the band. But I'm already hearing, you, you played the your new old song Practical today. I'm already hearing a little bit of a, of a shift um, in sound from, from then to now. So what direction are you guys kind of taking this musically as you, you think about the next step for you? Um, well, I think there is a very clear path that we're trying to go on. We just recorded a new record, and um, I don't know when it's going to be coming out, so I don't want to <laughs> do the thing like, it's coming out soon. But um, we did just record it, and basically my focus um, was going forward to get more focused on writing good songs and letting the band uh, sculpt the sound. So rather than having a sound or an end goal in mind, it was sort of like, let's just look at the step in front of me and make sure I put my foot on it right. So what that's done is actually take us from more of an indie sound on our last record to more of a songwriter sound. So the creation of New, my record called New, was very much me in my house writing all the parts to every instrument. And then I found guys and I had this big, like, idea, we're going to sound like a rock band, whatever. Um... And I had a lot of energy because we just moved here and things were exciting. And so this is more saying, okay, I have my band. Let's just focus on the words and the music. And then they can put the sound together and whatever comes, comes. Because I really trust them. So um, I, I would say the result is more of a songwriter, folky, acoustic sound than an indie sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That can be hard to define. But I think that like even in um, some of the, the songs you're playing earlier, I can... I feel like the lyrics are just more prominent. Like you can tell what you're talking about a little bit more. Sure. And I think as we all do in our practices and our professions, we try to get closer to what it is that we're good at and what it is that we're doing and get better by tapping into that and not trying to do things that aren't in our wheelhouse. And I think I realized I'm I'm kind of a words guy. Uh, you know, and you're an English teacher. Too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't I just do that? More of that. That's fine. And um, I realized that I could go places with songs and take them further and develop those worlds within the song. Yeah. So, you know, being a teacher, I'm curious how that, um, you know, whether it's interactions with students and what they teach you or just, you know, reading <laughs> 
classic books or just being around words all the time how does that um shape you as a a songwriter since it's all you know language and word based yeah i think honestly as a teacher obviously the curriculum is really important and you want to teach kids how to read better and be more analytical and be deeper thinkers and write better Mm -hmm. and that's really important but honestly i think the most association between those two worlds for me is um, just keeping my finger on a pulse of what is happening in the minds of the people that are growing up right now. Mm, I'm yeah. 31 years old now, and it's they say that um, the average human being stops listening to new music at the age of 28, but I'm set on not being that person. <laughs> <laughs> and also just whether it's music or whether it's some other cultural reference, just being aware of the way the world is changing because you can get so involved in what happens in work and inside these walls, I'm sure that you're become less aware of the things that are happening. So I think, yeah, it keeps, keeps my finger on a, a bit of a pulse. Hmm. Yeah. And, and today's um, youths are so like, um, they just consume everything, you know? So I think that would be interesting to, to see how, um, just the influences that come, you know? It, it's less like the scene, that scene. It's kind of all together. And your music is a little bit, you know, you take a lot from, a little bit from a lot of places. Sure. And I think that they're, um, they're really respectful of <laughs> your dossier, of your like your media imprint that you have like it's almost like a fingerprint that we all have and um they they encourage that in me which is amazing they'll be like oh i saw that that picture you put up was awesome that was such a cool picture or that new song and they don't even listen to my kind of music the students that i teach but um they will listen because it's me and i'll listen to what they listen to because it's them and i'm with them every day so they're they're very responsive to that kind of, that world, you know, that, that yeah. dossier, that footprint, whatever you want to call it. That's really beautiful that you can have such like a exchange of, <laughs> of music. I'm also an English teacher, so I make things sound more romantic than they actually are. No, no it's, it's, it is good to have that exchange for sure and to just even witness it. If I'm, even if they're not giving it to me, I'm taking it because I'm watching them. Mm-hmm. So. So um, I keep going back to the song Practical, but it really jumped out at me as, um, I don't know, it was something um, like a little bit of a new perspective from what I hear in a lot of songs. So maybe could you run me through where that came from a little bit and what it's about? Oh, man, that song, I sometimes I don't know exactly where I end with that song, where mm-hmm. I stand with it. But I basically the song Practical is walking myself through these stages of what what would be maybe a a normal uh what is traditionally seen as a healthy growth (laughs) so um buying a car buying a house getting married um you know having a 401k like you know having um the the ikea set up furniture or whatever whatever it is you know and definitely that's, ikea <laughs> right <laughs> whatever um i can't afford restoration hardware so. no goodwill <laughs> um but during that song so i'm just and this is it's about me partially but it's also about seeing that that progress and that those steps being taken in my friends and the people around me being in my late 20s um around 30 when i wrote it and um it's so easy to keep pushing the buttons that are right next to each other in that growth it's like car dog house 
baby, you know, and you can just mm-hmm. keep going. And let, all those things on their own are very good things. And uh, it's valuable to have most of those things in your life. But it's also me reminding myself that I don't need to push all those buttons all the time. I can take one. I can leave the other. Mm-hmm. I can, it, it doesn't, you don't have to like follow a textbook to grow you. And I think that it's easy too because you can see it happening around you um, from other people doing things. So that's kind of what that song is. It's just me reminding myself and maybe anyone who listens that like there is this stereotype and like the things within the stereotype are great on their own, but you don't have to like do all of that. You can act, you can do none of it if you want. You can do some of it. So that's kind of what it's about. Mm, that's great. <laughs> that's good reminder. Good reminder. Well, Sean, thank you so much for coming in. This has been wonderful and I wish you best of luck as your new album is in process of being yeah. birthed <laughs> yeah, into the world soon soon but thank you so much for having me it was uh it was really great being on that front window and good to be along the names that are on this wall there's names of all the people who have done the window on the world and i love all these groups so it's good to be up there with these people great well thank you for bringing the, the butter to us today <laughs> yeah, put, butter on. Thanks. put some butter on it
the train There comes a point where the lines do start to fade They're broken down Everywhere gets broken down Just as safe It's going down Inside a plane That's filled with flames We're all going down Everyone is going down Now the family's got a weight Up on its shoulders Everyone is just a boy, a girl, a soldier We've all seen rivers just as old As we were told the world might be It could be you all of that shame for taking away a son who gave the voice to scream what's going on everywhere what's going on Boy, a girl, a soldier We've all seen rivers just as old As we were told the world might be It could be Thanks, guys. So, yeah, I'm Sean Marshall, and this is The Near Miss, my band. On bass guitar, it's Mr. Dakota McKelly. And on the drums, Mr. Brady Oxender. So, yeah, we are from Columbus, and we've been playing for a couple years, and we got a gig on the 27th at Rambling House, if y'all want to come by. Um, we are playing songs from our first record, which I do have with me for sale. It's called New. You can get it on Spotify, you can get it on all those good streaming things. Uh, but thanks for being here, and uh, I hope you guys are getting some good street meat and enjoying the food here. That you can hide There's a bar around the corner I'm not sure what it's for But there's a sign up over the door Yeah, the man at the bar ain't too nice He's been working there for a couple of years And once or twice someone told him How they felt about his joint And he didn't take it soon No 
we didn't take it so well But everyone here has been The same since 1992 With pictures on the walls to prove That they won't let go of what they're holding on to Sat in the back booth But these days I pretend I'm not mad at you We had some last night And whiskey too It's been a minute Since I seen you And the old man in the band He's like 86 And he's played with everyone Behind his kit Like twice a week I swear he won't quit I wanna be like him Before he got sick Be like him Before he Everyone here has been the same since 1992 With pictures on the walls to prove that they won't let go of what they're holding on to on their walls to prove that they won't let go of what they're holding on to I won't let go of what I'm holding on to don't let go of what you're holding on to Thanks, guys.
to be here guys seriously what you do is awesome um newspapers are everything right now um if not all we have uh thank you for doing the work that you do thank you for being here in person physically printing things it's nice to hold as a musician the ephemeral experience of art is uh becoming more and more elusive and uh cutting into my pockets more which makes me pissed off but um I understand what it's like uh, for y'all. Um, uh, when I'm not doing this, I'm an English teacher, uh, so I certainly appreciate journalism and literature and all of the power of the word. Um, and certainly these days, the pen is mightier than the sword. So keep fighting the good fight. I am Sean Marshall. This is the English. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I am uh, Sean Marshall. This is my band, The Near Miss. Um, Please give us a like, a follow, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. I am active, not in an obnoxious way, but in an informative way. Um, you're not going to meet my entire family, but you will be alerted as when you can come out and uh, have a drink and see some music. Please come out July 27th. Julia, thank you for having us. Um, I am going to do my best not to screw up to screw up this song. I tried to put some butter on it for you, man. Um, I tried to. So, <laughs> all right, um, I'm having some uh, tuning instability issues here, but I'm going to do the best I can with this broken string. Um, this song is called Practical. Um, it's not on my uh, current record that I have available, but 
Um, I play it every show, and it'll be on my next record. And uh, yeah.
Thanks, guys. I'm Sean Marshall, my man in the near miss. Thank you so much for letting us be here. Enjoy the rest of your day and your weekend. Take care.